any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. License. Any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G., the Art of Relationships will cover crucial relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski, also known as Master G. The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody, it's Ben. Oh, my God, a little rough start for everybody going on. Hello, this is uh, Greg. Hopefully, everyone can hear me and I'm live. And hopefully, everything's okay. So, we will uh, go on from here. Um, I am Greg Tuzinski, Detroit's Love Guru. Oh, no. Uh-oh, what the hell is going on? Uh-oh! Oh, we got a little technical difficulty, people. Hold on a sec. We'll be back in a moment. Something did not connect. So for those listening on Core Radio and Spreaker, I apologize for the technical difficulty. We'll be here uh, shortly. A little late start. Sorry about that, people. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, everybody. Hopefully, everybody can hear me. I know a couple minutes late. Um, let me know if you can hear me. I'd love to hear some feedback. Hopefully, everything's going smooth. And we are live. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And let me know if you can hear me, if uh, there's no sound quality or anything uh, else going on, okay? Um, let me know. Give me some feedback. I want to make sure the audio is going okay and everything's going smooth um, on your end, okay? Please let me know. I want to hear some comments and feeds that's going on. Uh, Make sure you can hear me. Type below. You can hear me. This is, again, Greg Dzinski, um, the Art of Relationships radio show, coming to you live from Detroit. So hopefully everybody can hear me. Oh, my God, I think I'm sweating. It's hot in here. Or drinking uh, coffee. Um, Oh, great, Adrian. Hey, peace, man. Sounds great. Terrific. So um, we are, again, live. A few minutes late. This show is going to be about a good friend of mine uh, made it about holiday planning. And the single people out there have it easy. Those in relationships or that are married, um, it can be a pain in the ass for a lot of people, the holidays, right? About holiday plannings. It starts with Thanksgiving. It starts and it's already over with. But now you have Christmas Eve. You have Christmas Day. You have Hanukkah for the Jewish uh, community out there. Kwanzaa, if you celebrate that. And you have, let's face it, New Year's Eve. 
this day, how do you juggle the plans going back and forth? Whose house do you go to? You know what? And if you have kids, right? You know what? We need to go to my family. They're more important than your family. You're not close to them. How many arguments start kicking up with the holidays, right? Let's face it. Holidays are stressful to begin with, let alone the holiday travels, holiday planning. How do you go about um, justifying (laughs) whose family do you visit when? Um, Like I said, the single people out there, that aren't attached, no boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, not married, whatever, they have it easy because you just go to your family, right? <laughs> no big deal. This is for people that are in relationships or married. And this, I can tell you from my own past experiences, uh, personal experiences, and not to mention clients I've dealt with, this tends to be a huge ordeal, right? And they try to justify, well, you're not that close with your family. You know, I'm close with mine, whatever. Um, is this a time for giving or are the holidays a time for selfishness? I want, I want to hear how many people have run into complications over the holiday time, right? It's supposed to be a time of loving, a time of giving, a time of, you know, passion and, you know, forgiveness and just togetherness and the holiday season for whatever reason creates more crap for a lot of people than you could imagine okay um so you want to look at how do you deal with it how would you say would be right and wrong and my philosophies on how to handle the holidays might be totally different than how you handle them and Yes, I'm divorced. People, most people know that. Oh my God, Detroit's love guru, divorced, all that stuff. Um, and having a daughter um, in a divorce situation, you know, and trying to juggle parenting time and all this stuff. And then you have, you know, maybe your family, right? We're used to doing this tradition, right? We were raised, you know what? We got together on Christmas Day had brunch, had breakfast, or had dinner. This is our tradition. I had it from growing up until now, say I'm 25, and you know what? That's the right way to do it, and I'm not going to change for anything, right? Uh, Now, you have a partner, a lover, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. They have the same type of tradition, right? How many arguments take place, right? Well, we always went we always did this in our family, so I'm not going to break that tradition. Well, well, how can you be at two places at once? Or do you agree? Do you separate that time? Yeah, I mean, do you spend that time apart? Would that take care of the arguments? I don't know. Maybe it works for some people. I'm not here, and a lot of people know me. I am not here for, you know definitive right and wrong situation every family every relationship dynamic is different whatever works for you out there that's good i'm all you know woohoo i'm all for that uh and how many people do you you know justify how do you go here and how do you go there especially if it's been a family tradition for centuries uh you know whatever you're in your early 20s late 20s or maybe You've been divorced and you go back to your original, you know, family of origin traditions and now you have, you get in a new relationship and step family dynamics. Oh my God. And trying to 
balance everything. Okay, the kids are with their mom this year. The kids are with their dad this year. And how do you orchestrate those dynamics? And I want to help you and try to look at how many people do you look at trying to please everybody? Your parents, grandparents, if they're still around, um, significant others, whatever. Or are you all about the relationship as a whole and look at we are more important than everybody else. <gasps> oh my God, how can we say that, right? How selfish can we when you know our parents raised us, our grandparents, aunt and uncle, whoever raised us, how dare we you know, be selfish and not think of them? But are they also thinking of us and how we've changed and what has transpired in our life? And also, you know what? Are they flexible? There's a lot of dynamics. We have an individual that mentions uh, when both sets of parents are separated and you have to make time to visit four families in one or two days, it becomes a total pain and hard to enjoy. I agree with you. It's, it's a pain in the ass. And I can, um, like I mentioned, my daughter went through this too. Um, and actually, you know, as a young adult, she still goes through this. And I, I, I'm very cordial. I love my daughter to death. And you're looking at the situation to where, you know, I, I want you less stressed. Whatever you want to do, no big deal. I know you love me, and you know what? I don't want you stressed. It's supposed to be a time maybe to relax, have fun. Everybody's different. Don't worry about trying to please this, please that, whatever. I want you to enjoy it because it is your time as well. Or is it dedicated to everybody else? <clears throat> um, just like the movie For Christmas with Reese. Witherspoon. You know what, Adrian? I uh, I didn't see that one. I missed it. So I don't know if it was any good or it could be dynamics. It's very, very difficult when you're in a situation and you're trying to please everybody else. And this week, um, so far, you know, with couples in my office, this has come up that, you know, Greg, an added stressor is what do we do for the holidays? And they want me to dictate to them, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to, no, that's not my job to dictate your life for you. I'm here to help guide you into what makes you happy or what makes you a lot more balanced, okay? And it's very, very difficult when you have a clash. You know, when you're used to family traditions, you always do this, you have for years, and you know what? Anything else is wrong. You know what? When you are in a relationship, are you taking your your partner into consideration on their traditions? Not only that, can you make your own traditions? My philosophy is, it's not always right. I'm all about being fair and being equitable as far as, okay, now, do you do this family tradition? Okay, we're used to seeing... You know, maybe I grew up, we spent all Christmas Day together with my family. That's how I grew up. That's how I want it to be. Are you about sharing, you know what, and say your partner's traditions are the same. Can you alter every other weekend? <gasps> or not, and I'm talking about child uh, parenting time with divorce. I don't mean uh, <laughs> alternating you. I'm talking about, sorry about that. I'm talking about can you alternate years you know what? This year we're going to spend with your family on Christmas Day. This year, next year, we're going to spend on, you know what? Your family on Christmas Day. You know, oh, great, hat, hunky-dory. And how many couples you get to that next year? Okay, it's my turn. You know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to do that. We need to go to my family because I don't want my mom to be pissed off. I don't want my 
you know, oh my God, my parents, they're older, they might not be around, so I can't break that tradition. And you have all this manipulation, all this guilt trip going on. And what are the holidays about? You know what? What what is it all about? Is it about togetherness? Is it about love? Not a time to separate as a two. And this gets to a point where I tell, what is most important now? You're in a relationship. And I'm I'm not talking a new relationship. You've been together a month, two months. I'm not... you know, talking about that. And I'm not belittling those aspects, but I'm talking maybe you've been in a relationship for a year or longer, a couple of years, married for a while. And you know what? Can you be flexible and alternate years? And how many people were, you know, the manipulation comes in to where you, you know what? Yeah, I know we agreed, but I can't. My, my, um, my parents are, you know, they're older now. They're not going to be, might not be around next year. So I, I can't do that. I know I said that, but you know what? Ugh. Is that being selfish on your part? And is that part of your, you know, not only manipulating tactics, maybe your mom, your dad, whatever, grandparents are guilt tripping you. How can you do this to us? You know what? You know what? If you loved us or how could you do this? We've always done this tradition. Well, they need to be flexible and understanding. And if they're not, you know what? Then maybe you have to identify what is going on inside of you that you do not make that relationship number one. Is it your family? Is it his family that are always number one in front of your family now, your relationship? And it's very, very difficult. And I know every relationship is different. I'm going to get a lot of slack about this. Greg, how can you say my family's not important? That isn't what I'm saying. I'm saying is the relationship, the new relationship needs to be number one. You know, even I'm not saying, let me back up. I'm all over the place. I'm talking about, you know, after if you've been together long term, say longer, six months or more, you know, everybody's different. It could be four months. We'll say longer than six months, okay? What is going to make you that that relationship is a priority to you and that, you know, that you two are number one and everybody else sort of falls behind. Well, we're not going to do that until we're living together, Greg. We're not going to do that until we're married. You know what? I can tell you a lot of couples that are living together, that are engaged, that are um, married, that, you know what? They still have issues that one side of the family or the other, the the wife's side, the husband's side, girlfriends, boyfriends, partners, it doesn't matter, where, you know what, one of them is sucking their parents' butt a lot more and not putting a relationship first. And the holidays are a huge, huge test of the unity that maybe a healthy, happy relationship should be and how do you build from that. And it's very difficult when you have one person, you know, that's all about that, then the other person is still having an alliance and having a bleeding heart if you for their family of origin, and it creates a lot of dynamics, and it creates not good dynamics. It creates a lot of stress and a lot of relationships, and believe it or not, because of this, that you're not showing the relationship as a priority, and do you look at the situation to where, why I want to be with someone that thinks our relationship might be number one. Step families, step families are different, okay? You have kids involved from prior relationships. Step families are a different ball game, okay? Um, but you have to look at, you know what, what do you do? And do you want a relationship where you are number one 
or the relationship is number one in the original families of origin, you know, say my parents or her parents or whatever, they're secondary. Not that they're not important, but they're secondary. And we have to do what is important for us and, you know, what is equitable, what is fair to the situation. Um, and how many arguments? I, I can tell you over the years how many arguments I've heard dealt with in my office during the holiday times, the fighting, the argue. Greg, oh my God, he's selfish. She's selfish. She don't even care about my family. But my, my mom and dad are older. They're not going to be around that much longer. I want to know how are you going to handle it. And I want you to look at, you can give me a call. Don't be shy. I want to hear 313-614-9498. Give me a call or throw your questions down below. Throw your questions, your comments. I want to hear about it. Um, you can also, um, oh, check out my website, www.theartofrelationships.org. And remember, my book, Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide, available on Amazon. Um, also, make make a quick holiday gift. Woohoo! <laughs> so I'll give a plug for my book out there, too. We got some more comments out there, um, you know, I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I'll, oh, about the movie. Okay. Um, running all over the world this year. And a lot of people get stressed out because they're all about trying to make everybody else happy, right? How many people dread the holiday season? Not only, you know, we'll get into, you know, money situation and we can get into the dynamics. Not only we talk about, you know, how do you work together and do you, I'm all about, you know, being fair. Do we spend Christmas Eve this year with your family? Do we spend Christmas Day with my family? And the next year we flip-flop. And if the parents don't like that or the original family don't like that, too bad. <gasps> Did I say that? I'm going to piss some people off out there and some parents and, you know, maybe grandmothers out there listening to the show. Greg, how can you say that? That's not fair. We've been doing this all over, all over the place. You know what? It's about fairness. It's about not being selfish, okay? Um, another one mentioned, eventually, as you grow and start your own family, I feel like you have to make your immediate husband, wife, kids, family top priority. I agree. That's exactly what I'm saying. Of course, the rest of the family is super important too, but should, shouldn't put a wedge between the two. I completely agree with that. And that's my philosophy. And I want to practice that in my own life. And, you know, some people are not flexible. They're selfish. They're, you know, it's all about them and maybe all about the guilt and the shame they feel if they don't make their family of origin, their parents, grandparents, whoever raised them, you know, happy. And you know what? Is that all about being an adult or is that being, you know what, lacking, let's face it, maybe confidence and security to say, I'm doing what's best for us. And that's not selfish, okay? People, I tell people all the time, Family members should, not always, they want you happy. They want you um, in a healthy situation, being happy and being loved and all this stuff. And families should support that. And families of origin should support that and not look at all selfishness and it's all about me. And there are a lot of mothers, a lot of fathers, grandparents out there that don't get this. It's all about them. It's all about the manipulation aspect. And it is all about... um, you know what? It's them being selfish. So you have to do what's best for you. 
and it's not easy. It's not always when your heartstrings, you know, are pulled. They're your heart's bleeding. Oh my God, I don't can't disappoint mom and dad. Whatever. You're an adult now. You know what? Yes, they raised you. That was their choice. It was their choice to have you. <gasps> oh my God, I'm a jerk for saying it. But yes, you have your own. Um, you have your own life together. In that case, they should host Christmas and have both families all together. Oh my God, are you on crack? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> they should hold and have both families together. Oh my God, are you? You got to be on crack. Some people, no, I'm teasing. Some people do that, and they. Oh my God, that creates a whole. I agree. Some people do that, and it works out well. Now, what happens if you have, um, you know what? You have. 50 people on your family, and they have 50 people on their family, and you're going to have 100 people in your house, and you're not going to fit anywhere. Do you run a hall? Do you? It's Christmas Day, so you're out of luck. You're screwed. You ain't going to have a hall. You ain't going to, What? you know, you can't accommodate anybody. What do you do? Um, I know my mom's side of the family, we just had uh, last Saturday. Oh, no, that was my dad's side. The Saturday before that, we're used to having close to 100 people at my mom's side of the family Christmas party. Um, yeah, 100 people, a lot. Um, mom's side of the family is huge. And there was, I say only people were laughing. Only 51 people because people out of state had to work, different plans. But how can you accommodate all those people? Um, what do you do? If you can accommodate them, great. I'm all for that. And if everybody's happy... Then you have the in-laws fighting amongst each other. You have, oh my, it, I, I'm looking at this, that's great in a fantasy world. But in reality, if everyone gets along, that's great. But around the holidays, let's face it, everybody's stressed. Everybody's trying to do a competition about whose food tastes better. I made this and this is better. And you, da, da, da. People get catty. I don't want people to get, sounds like I'm being poo-pooing on everybody's Christmas, not at all. I'm looking at the realities, and you know your family better than every, anybody, so I want you to address and assess what is best for you, and that would be, you know, that would be if both families got together, celebrated Christmas, but then you have their kids over, their kids, their kids, and it's like, oh my God, what do I do? And everybody's stressed about pleasing everybody else. Um... Can it be low-key? Another aspect, not only about holiday planning with the in-laws, it creates a lot of discourse and it creates a lot of animosity between people, is I want to look at how many people, mom, dad, whatever, about what do you get the kids for Christmas? Ooh, how many people want to spoil their kids for Christmas? How many people set a limit and... You know, with today's society, everybody's trying to outdo everybody materialistic-wise. And do you get away from what maybe the holidays should be about, in my eyes, right? Is it about love? Is it about caring? Is it about kindness? Is it about togetherness? Or is it a competition to beat your neighbors, to have your kids be, you know, get more stuff, more money spent on your kids than your in-law, you know, your sister's kids or a neighbor's kids. So you can do, uh, you know, sort of a competition with the Joneses, you know, over what and is the Christmas about, you know, spoiling your kids with whatever they want 
Or is it about teaching boundaries and limitations? Oh my God, I can't have my kid go. I got to spend a thousand dollars on my kid for Christmas or they're going to be just freaking, it's going to be devastating to them. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, what is the true meaning of the Christmas? And not only this, when you're in a relationship and married, whatever, and you have mutual kids together, and this is even more difficult, um, maybe when you have stepkids together, what happens when one parent wants to spoil the kids and the other one doesn't? Right, Mom? <laughs> I'm blaming the moms. I always want to spoil the kids. And, oh, my God, I want them to love me and not be disappointed, whatever. Part of life is being disappointed. you got to teach your kids this. But what do you do? Do you reach a compromise? Okay, mom wants to spend this, and dad says you're crazy, and you want to spend that. What do you do, and what is the true meaning? Now, um, hopefully there's no kids out there. You know, talk about Santa Claus. And, you know, do you get a lot of people now, I've been hearing this frequently, last couple years, do you get one gift from Santa, and then everything else comes from mom and dad? Or mom or dad, um, you know, depending on if they're divorce situations and how do you do that? And, you know, a lot of people, the old adage is, right, Santa gets uh, gifts for all the good little boys and girls and coal for the bad kids. Well, you have this rich kid that's a punk bully, just a mean, nasty kid, picks on everybody. And all of a sudden they get freaking thousands of dollars spent on Christmas and all of a sudden kid could be a great kid everybody loves him kind considerate compassionate um respectful and comes from a poor family and they can't afford that much and all of a sudden you're teaching your kid you know what your stories are lying (laughs) you're lying to your kid that santa only gives gifts for the good little boys and girls look what santa brought that little prick you know um do you do this um and how do you differentiate between this and a lot of people let's face it, i was raised that way a lot of kids are raised that way and you look at that spoiled little brat got all this and you know they're picking on kids ripping kids apart bowling and santa did this santa knows all right this is a very difficult situation and i'd love to change society and raise you know responsible respectful um appreciative kids in adults for that matter. Um, another comment, society has turned the meaning and importance of Christmas to money and parents. It's sad. It's a competition about the parents spoiling the kids. And oh, I could get on a soapbox, and I'm, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. They're going to be upset and pissed off with me. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I look at it if people are... You know, if people always agree with me, I'm doing something wrong, right? Um, So you need to look at, oh, Rhonda, hey, welcome. Oh, you caught my little comment about the little prick. (laughs) Sorry. Oops. No. You look at, um, or a little prickess, right? That that could be a female, a little girl too. But you look at the situation to where, um, you know what? How are you treating your kids? Are you raising them? Are you, you know, so many parents want to spoil the kids, no consequences. And the holiday season seems to be a time for that. And parents go out of their way. They go in debt trying to pacify their kids. And is it more about you are in competition or is it more about, 
You don't want your kids to be unhappy and disappointed. Unfortunately, that's part of life, people. Knowing that they're loved and cared for, um, should that be a huge part of it? And is that you're teaching them love and cared for by buying them whatever the hell they want? Is that your idea of love? I think that's a mixed message. And you know what? That's sad that people are raising their kids that way. Okay. I am going to take a breather. And I will be back after this short little break. And hopefully uh, everybody's having a good time. We're going to come back more about the kid things. But I also want to, I want to have a little fun. I want to know what you want for Christmas. What are you hoping for for Christmas? Are you hoping for the little bling bling engagement ring, getting married? Maybe you want a divorce for Christmas. Oh, no, that's just cold. What do you want for Christmas? I want to know, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, okay? I want to know what you are looking for. So I'm going to be back in a little bit, and uh, we're going to take a little break um, in a minute, okay? Peace. We'll be back shortly. Oop. We'll be back. Sorry. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast. Heck, what's going on um, with the technical difficulties with the song? But we will get back into it um, about Christmas and the the situations about the yeah the radio the song. I don't know what the heck happened with the software program. But we are back live. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. So much for the break. <laughs> um, I'm Detroit's love guru, Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And we were taught, yeah, no kid. Hey, Chip, foo, welcome. Yeah, my ears too. I'm sorry about that. Um, I'm glad I didn't walk out of the... Walk out of my office for the wrong. I don't know what the heck was going on with that. Um, that's a new issue. So, got to love technology, okay? So, we will, uh, talking about, you know, how do you divide the holiday season, you know, between the in-laws and the outlaws, you know, families, and what do you do that's best? And it creates a lot of headaches, a lot of hassle, and a lot of stress for a lot of people, um, trying to balance the holidays. And do you, my suggestion is you treat your relationship as number one, okay? You have to do what works best for you in a balancing act. And you need to be open and honest with one another to assess, you know, what you want to do. And if, you know, if you're at two different extremes, it's going to be very, very difficult. Um, it's even more difficult when maybe your in-laws don't like you or vice versa, you know, maybe you feel like your in-laws, they don't like you, your parents don't like your partner, and it creates a lot of headaches and a lot of animosity and resentment, and it can pull a lot of relationships apart, um, and it, it shouldn't be. You need to be, the relationship should be steadfast. It should be the number one priority. I'm not talking again. At the beginning of the show, I talked about it, I'm not talking you're in a relationship for one month, two months, whatever. You know, that's a little difference and that's a little more um, of a balancing act. But when you guys are cemented in a relationship, committed to one another, um, been dating for a while, maybe even living together, married, 
you need to balance that act and you know what works best and what is fair for the relationship and you need to set your relationship as number one and everybody else is secondary yes i did say that and i did say earlier in the show a lot of parents out there that have adult kids or grandparents out there are going to be pissed off and angry that i said that but oh well um it needs to be about your relationship okay you want to nourish that you want to want that to flourish okay it's you two living together okay hey cynthia welcome peace um now and we talked about you know the kids do you set a boundary about kids or do you want to spoil them and try to go broke and not pay bills because you don't want your kids to be disappointed for christmas um it's very very difficult you know what is the issue with that you don't want them to be disappointed or you don't want to look as a bad parent compared to everybody else those are the issues um that i talked about right before the technical difficulty break and i'm sorry about uh your ears getting blown out for that too um now um this part of the show i want to get into what do you want for christmas um Rhonda, you want two front tires. Cool. What does everybody else... I want no technical difficulties from this point on um, with the software or anything else for the radio show on Facebook Live and through Spreaker, Podcast Detroit, or Core Radio. Um, I don't want any more technical difficulties. It's starting to tick me off. (laughs) Um, But what do you want for Christmas? How many people would love, you know, the old adage? Would I love... um, love and peace in the world would i love no divorces would i love people being happy and healthy in relationships absolutely this is my fantasy would i love an end to racism discrimination absolutely would i love there not to be any a-holes or bees out there yes i would love that um i, I would love all those things okay um we got one, uh, yeah, happy and enjoyable family time. That, you know, I'm all about that too. People want safety. And I know, Cynthia, memories for my family. And I know, Cynthia, with what you're going through, and I'm not going to get into that. Um, you know, I get that memories for your family. So you want them to cherish for, for a long time forever. Um, so everybody wants different things. There's, you know, people suffering from or enduring cancer that they want to, you know, I would love that cancer to go away and be healed. Uh, no more, oh, God, there's so many wishes, and I haven't even said anything about me per se. You know, no more cancer, no more, um, no more war, everybody getting along, no more black, white, um, Asian, that we're all one people. That most people want mostly the same thing. They want to be loved. They want peace. They want their kids to be happy. They want to prosper. They want to just, you know, live happy and as stress-free as possible. What we know, the human condition of greed gets in the way of that. Um, I want to know, what else does everybody else want for Christmas? How many people out there want for Christmas? They want a boob job. They want fake boo-boos. Boo boo, fake tatas. How many people out there want, uh, let's say, maybe breast reductions? How many people want tummy tucks? How many people want, uh, let's face it, maybe cataract surgery? How many people want a penis enlargement? How many women would love out there their guy had a penis enlargement for Christmas? 
<laughs> That's just wrong. How many people want a puppy, a pet, a family pet? You know, everyone thinks, you know, getting a family pet, and I love animals. People know me. I'm a huge animal freak. I'd have a zoo if I could. But, you know, they get, oh, a family pet, it's great, a puppy and all this stuff. And a couple days after Christmas, you're like, what crap, what the hell do we do? It's not house trained. It's not, you know, they're looking at all these aspects. Come on, people, tell me, what do you want for Christmas? Show me below. Um, What do I want? I I don't really want that much. Um, How many people want sex for Christmas. How many people want a blowjob? How many people want, um, what do you want for Christmas? Maybe lay naked with your lover in bed all day, just watching TV or taking a nap. You know what? I'm exhausted. So that might sound, (laughs) that might sound good. Um, you know, what do you want? Do you want to spend, um, the holidays? Maybe people take a trip, right? Oh my God. How can you take a trip? You know, during holiday season, that's not right. That's not fair. Rhonda, you mentioned about me, me. What, you want to lay in bed with your, your lover all all day during Christmas? That would be cool. How many people want Christmas not to do anything? They don't want to go anywhere. They're sick of the running around on Christmas, right? You're going here, you're going there. Um, yes, please. We got to, Now, that would be hot. Would I like that? Yeah, I would like that. All day, uh, Rhonda wants sex. You know what? I do too. How many people want sex for Christmas with somebody they love and somebody they cherish and somebody, you know, you just want to be together and forget about the hustle and bustle about the holiday season? Would you want that for you? And what is holding you back? We got kids, right? Let's face it. We have to go here. We have to go there. We have to go there. You know what? We're going to spend the day not doing a damn thing. How many people want that? And how many people deep down they want that, but they're not going to do it because they're going to disappoint family members, right? And the holidays are all about family members, right? What if your family doesn't get along? There's always arguing. There's always fighting that goes on. I'm laughing because it's not that funny. Um Oh, Cynthia, you mentioned about talked about taking a trip next year. I know a lot of people they'll go on cruises, they'll go on, you know, whatever, um, warm vacations, or some people are skiers, they'll go there for Christmas and everything. I'm like, whatever makes you happy, do it. And how many people look at it is about everybody else, the holidays. And I'm all about, you know, love and peace and family and all that stuff too. Um well, how many is it all about you? And you get stressed out over the holidays that how many people can't wait till it's over? Oh, my God, I can't wait till the holidays are over. All the running, all the hustle and bustle, all the stress, all the stores that, you know, the rude people pushing each other and, you know, the traffic and all this stuff that the holiday season is, you know, can you spend some time relaxing and it's about you maybe you just want to spend one day or maybe a half a day in bed during the holiday just regenerating your energy that's self-love that's self-care and if people don't like that yeah oh well right (gasps) oh my god greg you're gonna get bashed it's okay if i get bashed okay um that's all i heard this year which was what i want to know what you heard danielle what did you hear that's all I heard this year. I want to know what the heck you heard all this year. Um, 
you know, and what do you do about, um, do you make everybody happy or do you make yourself happy and realize, you know, you tell people, I love you. I just, I need some downtime that it's peace and everybody says, oh, you can rest after the holiday, right? But you look at the situation, can you, you're back to work, you're back, you know, a lot of people don't have extended days off this year because Christmas and New Year's Day falls on a weekend, on a Sunday, right? So what would you do to um, get that done and over with? Oh, about a lot of people wanting Christmas over with, yeah. Um, Chip, you mentioned it would be so much easier if I did have family. What would I give? (laughs) If I didn't have family, what would I give? You know what? It's very difficult and a lot of stress. Cynthia, you mentioned I do love the 10 days the boss is away. It's the only time I get things done. So you want to spend it getting work done. Um, Maybe some people do, right? I'm going to be working... Um, a few days next week as well, seeing clients, the bills, right? But um, it's also, it's a tough time for a lot of people too. So I want you to realize that, um, I mentioned that last week or maybe a couple of weeks ago, that the holiday season, it's very depressing for a lot of people that have lost loved ones. But not only that, they get very overwhelmed and get just stressed out from trying to please everybody and a lot of people get bummed out they lose their energy a lot of people get sick because of the stress and anxiety that the holidays represent so i want you to maybe promise yourself forget about promising me i want you to promise yourself that you can you know relax a little bit take some time for you and just chill out man take take a couple of naps take Whatever, you need some chill time, some downtime, and to be able to harness that, cherish that, okay? So I want you to be able to give yourself some love for Christmas, for the holidays, as a gift to yourself. You know what? A lot of people, I know a lot of single mothers, um, maybe mothers in general, or even fathers out there, they, they're all about giving and making sure the family's happy. They forget about themselves and they get stressed. They get um, just very overwhelmed over the holiday season with, you know, finances about going here, going there, making sure everybody's happy. You deserve to have some happiness within yourself, okay? Um, You deserve to have happiness for yourself, whatever that means for you. So you can chill out. You can relax. Do that to yourself. And if people don't understand Maybe they're the ones that are being selfish, okay? Um, Everybody, you know what? Enjoy the holiday season. Enjoy Christmas, um, Christmas Eve, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. um, Much peace and love to everybody out there. I'm going to cut this a little short. And maybe I'm hoping this show gave you something to think about, about being fair and equitable when you're in a relationship and you're in a marriage um, about, you know, how do you spend the holidays with, you know, external family members. And you need to understand that um, what comes first. Are you making your family, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife situation, are you making you a priority in number one and then sort of following, sort of falling off the waterfall effect to everybody else, right? 
So that is, uh, hopefully you learn. And, uh, you know, what is the true meaning? And can we get back to that about the holiday season for our kids? Or are we going to continue, you know, what, go over and above um, in a materialistic way? I'm about that in an emotional way with kids. But in a materialistic way, what are we teaching them, okay? Um, Chip, you mentioned I, I'm just glad I have a great mother and father-in-law. Oh, you have one parent, and I... I know it's sad, Chip. Um, a lot of people. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, Rhonda. Much love back to you. Um, and Cynthia, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as well. Um, everybody, take care. My huge, huge, deepest wishes for everybody to have a safe, loving, and peaceful holiday season. Let's be safe out there, people. Let's everybody come back. 2017. Um, inspired to maybe bring more peace, love to the world around us, okay? And let's get rid of war, racism, discrimination. Um, let's keep working towards that, okay? Peace, love, everybody out there. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Hopefully... <laughs>